This podcast is brought to you by Monarch, the ultimate payment solution for both businesses and consumers. The Monarch wallet is the first wallet that can send recurring blockchain payments for your monthly bills and convert crypto into fiat. Learn more at monarchtoken.io. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. This podcast is brought to you by Monarch the ultimate payment solution for both businesses and consumers. The Monarch Wallet is the first wallet that can send recurring blockchain payments for your monthly bills and convert crypto into fiat. Learn more at monarchtoken.io. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and joining us today is Florian Wimmer. He is a co-founder and CEO at BlockPit, as well as he is was named by Forbes in their 30 Under 30. So we're very excited to have him on the show today. Welcome, Florian. Hi, Juliet. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So give us a little bit, you know, we have to dive in a little bit to the Forbes 30 Under 30. Um, that's a huge honor. And, and, you know, what was it like when you knew that you were named in this really prestigious list? Yeah, actually, it was hit me by a surprise um, because it's like someone has to nominate you uh-huh. and I have no idea who did and I just got an email like uh, congratulations you have Forbes of 30 under 30 and I almost just deleted it because I thought it was spam <laughs> no no really great I mean I got to know a lot of very very interesting people from from the other 30s definitely an honor definitely something I didn't expect yeah definitely something that also has like a, a nice ring to it right <laughs> it really does it really does just add that just add that right to the resume exactly <laughs> so Florian um, we have you on here because we're we're very excited about your company um, tell us a little bit more our listeners a little bit more about Blockpit yeah so Blockpit um, came into existence September last year uh, it kind of was yeah the, the result of a problem that I myself and my co-founders had um, because we are really deep into the whole cryptocurrency blockchain blockchain scene for like about three years and a little bit longer and yeah, I mean, as you know, it's 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 been a kind of hype last year um, with with Bitcoin being in the mass media and and everything, and that came with a lot of problems for me because I was trading a lot with with Bitcoin. I did mining. I did all that stuff. I tried out a, uh, a lot of things, um, but I really, really, really didn't think about like the consequences that this could have tax-wise. And I have a background, um, a kind of tech background, but also working at KPMG. So I got a little bit on the, the economic side and knew a lot of people there. And well, they told me how I have to like pay taxes for all the profits I made during trading with cryptocurrencies. And I really thought only once I eventually cash out back into um, euro or dollar, then I would be liable to tax. But um, as it seems in most countries of the world, you really have to calculate every trade that you do. And well, and made me sit down and uh, put up an Excel sheet, try to calculate my taxes. And well, I failed miserably. I wasted a lot of time and I think I did it really um, incorrectly. So that's when I realized this is a big problem and probably not just for me. And there has to be a solution. There was no software or something that could uh, assist you in that. And yeah, so we thought, me and my co-founders, who were some ex-colleagues in, in tax and data analytics at KPMG, 
well, let's do something to solve this and not just do it for us, but make it a business because there are so many people out there who are most likely to have the same problem. And that's when BlockPit was like the result out of that. No, that's that's fantastic. I mean, that's that's really the basis of it is there's a problem that needs solving. And so you go and provide a solution. That's what you're trying to do, yeah. So in your years working in this in this space, you know, what really keeps you motivated? Well, I mean, it's it's really, really highly interesting. I think um, blockchain and cryptocurrencies, it's, it's like really a disruptive technology. Um, we've been like in, in this financial sector um, in a long time. We have really, really great like um, new technology coming out with smartphones and everything. You still have like this old economy, the banking system and everything. And I think... With blockchain technology, we have we can make such a huge step towards uh, like um, speed and cost efficiency. So, being part of like um, the, the very beginning of um, this this new economy and and this this new disruptive change, I think that will come keeps me definitely motivated to and it's a great chance for me to like make something really impactful. No, absolutely, and and in this space, you know, the, like I mentioned and talked to all of our guests about how you can go any direction with it. The possibilities truly are endless in the use cases, in in the direction that you can go with with any of these things. Um, that's That's got to be working that space. It's hard to really focus in on one thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of great projects out there. I myself am really interested and also investing a little myself. Um, but this is like a, pro, um, a problem that's right here, right now. So a lot of people, Projects are going into the future and, and theoretical um, changes and theoretical protocols and, and decentralized applications. Um, but I think we just try to focus on something that needs solving right now. I mean, it's not the most interesting topic. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Texas is not something people like to deal with, but someone has to do it. And I think it's really a, um, a great chance to to offer here a, like a kind of layer for all the people that don't have a tech background or not that tech savvy. And bring them a solution that um, like takes kind of away this worry about tax uncertainty that a lot of people have right now. And I think that a lot of people don't think about that when they are just jumping into the space because there is this mentality of you have to get in quickly. Um, so there's this rush that happens. People get into it and they don't necessarily even understand how to report their cryptocurrency taxes and portfolios. Yeah, either they don't understand um, or not, don't even think about it, as you said, or they think they are secure, like in the, behind this kind of uh, anonymity of, of Bitcoin, like it has it has this touch to it, like media um, says it's like yeah, used for all kind of illegal activities and it's anonymous, but and that's not really true. I mean, in the last years when it was like a really small community, there was no, like the government didn't have an eye on it. It was like yeah, some kind of internet money. But right now with this certain hype and the market like growing to billions and billions of dollars, they are not really interested in, in, in what's happening here and, and their piece of the cake, so to say. So there are a lot of like possibilities to trace down transactions over the blockchain to really to, to real individuals and that is happening right now and I think um, media will also like adopt it and, and hopefully like make people realize that this is like real economy and a real market and real business and also yeah you're liable to Texas. And that really I think for people who truly believe in cryptocurrency as the next you know form of payment and really where we're headed taxes are going to be a part of it and in order for it to be more widely accepted and potentially used in in the ways that people want it to be used similar to fiat it's it's going to have to be subject to taxes unfortunately right yeah i mean that's there has to be regulations for all like the, the the big players like entities like 
existing corporates, funds, uh, venture capitals, and everything to get into the market, like the, the real money, so to say, you need to have regulations first. Um, there's just no way around it. And also taxes, of course. I mean, all the companies have to be based in some kind of jurisdiction and therefore be liable to um, regulation. And there is has been no know-how like in, in, in the regulatory sector in when it comes to blockchain. And this know-how is forming right now. They're working on regulations like specifically for the currency blockchain, something that hasn't been here before. Some countries use existing, existing law and regulations to kind of cover it. It really doesn't work because there are use cases you just can't like, um, apply these laws to. And I think that will happen in the next one or a maximum of two years that we really have specific laws uh, regarding cryptocurrencies. And that may open the doors for all these big institutions to really get into it. No, absolutely. And and people, you know, you can try to run from from regulation and and, and things, but in this world, eventually, you know, it is going to be information that people can track down and see. So you could get yourself into a lot of trouble. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, there is always this uh, privacy movement. Like there are there are coins and technologies out there trying to hide um, the people behind transactions and everything. But at some point, you will have to like have a touch point to the real world. At least when you are trying to buy something or you're trying to cash out um, into some other kind of form of of, of asset that you will have some kind of traction. And it's not like the government has to prove that you're liable to tax, but you have to prove that how you made your money um, once they find out that you, I don't know, just bought, a, bought an expensive car or a house mm-hmm. or something. They're asking you where, where did the money come from? And with uh, anti-money laundering regulations, um, like banks can't really accept um, your assets anymore. So if you try to to, to cash out the, a higher amount of, of money, you will have to provide some kind of proof of origin or they just won't accept it anymore because they think it's black money or it comes from somewhere. Yeah, they don't know. No, absolutely. So getting back to, to BlockPit as a platform, walk us through a few of the features that you offer. Yeah, so what we are basically doing is getting all the transactions and all the money flow that's that's um, attached to a person um, into one track record. So we are reading out wallets. So you, you just give us your public key of the wallets you're controlling. Um, and also like API access, read-only access to the exchanges you're trading on. And what we're doing is like um, getting all the, your transactions in real time um, by, by API calling and, and, and having our own blockchain nodes running um, and then standardizing this data. And depending on the legislation in your country, you have to set that yourself um, where you're based, um, providing you with all the information about your tax liabilities. And ultimately handing you a finished report um, that you can get assessed by um, a legal tax accountant or maybe even um, directly report to the government. So depending um, on which country you're in, we are trying to really work together with the government. Um, we're doing that right, right now um, with the Austrian government. That's where we are based. So in Austria, we will be approved as like um, the institution to handle your cryptocurrency tax reporting. So you don't even need um, a tax consultant anymore. So you can just do it via our platform. And we're, of course, trying to get uh, into other countries as well. Oh, that would be great. And, you know, it's all it could be all set up to be automatic so that you don't have to be hassled with it whatsoever. Yeah. So I, our goal is to have like a one-time setup where you take about 30 to, to, to 40 minutes uh, inputting all your different income sources with, like I said, the API keys, wallet keys. 
Um, and then also help, help you with the kind of text optimization. So giving you um, input specifically tied to your portfolio and your trading behavior on how to optimize your taxes for your country. Oh, that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, going along with this is is privacy and security. Um, you know, what is BlockPit's stance on that as far as their customers go? And, and what steps do you put in place to protect this very sensitive information? That is where blockchain technology really comes into play. So there are kind of competitors coming out right now. So a few people realizing this text problem and trying to um, provide a solution for that. Um, but what really... Um, will make us unique um, is that we are trying to use blockchain for so-called zero-knowledge proofs, um, meaning that you can report your taxes um, and give a proof that you correctly calculated the taxes without laying bare your, your wallets, um, your exchange API keys, your trades and everything to the government. Um, you can do that by blockchain by just like having an, uh, a platform or an institution who is verified to calculate the taxes, doing so, um, sending a hash of your like finished calculations to the government and once you're reporting your taxes they can just control um, that hash um, and verify that you didn't do any alterations to your tax calculations afterwards before reporting it excellent excellent um, and you, do you have a, a tangible product that people can use or are we still in the beginning stages so we have uh, a beta version live since January um, that's when we launched our MVP we have a few thousand uh, users right now on it who are re really active and really helping us um, develop the tool in the right direction. But yeah, as I said, so jurisdiction-wise, we are still focused on, on Europe, Central Europe, um, like Germany, Austria, the Dark region, um, and trying to get uh, all of Europe and the US um, like set up until the end of the year because that's like the markets where it's the biggest problem right now with Texas, I think in Asia. It will still take a while um, for people to really take this tax problem seriously, governments like setting um, rules into place. Um, but in Europe and the US, we have like really willing taxpayers, so to say. So it's, it's a big issue here. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's, of course, a lot of improvement um, possible. So we are, um, yeah, we're, um, really, really working hard on, on user experience. So making it usable even for not tax savvy people and yeah, we think the next hype will come when cryptocurrencies, again, will make it to the mass media. Right now, we're in a little bit of a bear market, a little bit of silence around the market. But once it will come and, and people are starting to get into um, the whole topic again, there will be a lot of people who don't have a like, tech background and still want to get into it. And we'll also face the consequences of taxes. And so our tool should really be easily usable for everyone out there. Absolutely. And you touched on it a bit, a bit, but you know, where do you really see this this whole industry going in the next three years? Yeah, I think um, it has the potential to go mainstream. Right now, as you've said before, regulations are very, very much needed, um, and it will definitely change. Like the things we saw last year with with um, ICOs and token sales raising millions and millions of of of, of dollars um, without like real restriction behind it. I think those days will be gone. It, um, all this fundraising and stuff will be kind of regulated. Um, but on the other side, there is the so-called decentralized exchanges. So stock markets that can't really be regulated because they are protocol like the internet and, and no one behind it. So that is something I think um, will be a really, really big focus uh, on in the next months or years, having this decentralized um, 
protocols, platforms. Uh, I don't really know how, how governments will handle this. I think you have to set up at the endpoints like exchanges that are really incorporated somewhere. Um, that would be int very, really interesting. Um, and right now, in terms of efficiency and, and, and cost efficiency, um, I think this kind of tokenization of assets um, is, is a really, really big thing. Like tokenize everything where you right now have contracts and, and like um, asset papers, derivatives. If you have really like this a cryptocurrency or a token for all that stuff like real estate, um, um, you can make this process so much more efficient. And I think it will go in the bad direction. I truly hope so. And you yourself are having a token sale currently. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, so we're releasing our own token, like I said, for as a kind of fuel for these zero knowledge proofs, because you would have to write it on blockchain and of course, like pay for it. Um, but also as a kind of application access token for our platform. So we don't want um, our users to, to pay for our services in dollars, euros or whatever, because everybody who needs our services kind of has to be into crypto. So I think it's it's only logical that um, we accept like um, kind of fee for, for the use of, of our service with crypto or just our own token. So that's what the, the main uh, issue will be for that. And for us, it's kind of, yeah, of course, for fundraising. So it's it's a really quick space. Like startups move really quick. And I think in crypto, it's it's even quicker. And we want to stay ahead uh, of the herd, like with competitors coming out right now and trying to get into other markets, other countries. We will need a lot of like, legal support. Um, where costs will definitely arise. And so that's why we decided to use um, the form of ICO or token sale for fundraising. Oh, that's fun. That's fantastic. And where's the best place for people to learn more about BlockPit Token, to follow your journey and to really connect with you? Yeah, I mean, we are set up on almost every social media. We have our own blog where we really try to like cover all the basics of blockchain, cryptocurrency, also for newcomers. We really want to educate people about uh, all the regulatory stuff coming out. Um, so yeah, definitely follow us on Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn. We are posting a lot of updates there and check out our websites. There's a lot of information on there as well. Florian, thank you so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast and, and giving us this very powerful tool for moving forward with our cryptocurrencies and ourselves being regulated yeah thank you very much for the time really enjoyed it that is florian wimmer he is the ceo and co-founder at the lock pit i'm juliette lamar thank you all so much for joining us here today on future tech podcast you have been listening to almost here around the corner future technology podcast with richard jacobs subscribe to this podcast both to review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.